my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Mark Moss Show, where we talk about, of course, the decentralized revolution, talking about the way the world is changing, of course, each and every week, looking at it through the lens of politics, finance, and technology. We have to look at those three things in unison together in order to get context of what's going on so we can understand, of course, how we got here. More importantly, what's going on and even more importantly, what is going to happen. And so, you know, if you tune in each and every week, I try to bring to you some some interesting perspectives, some new education, some, some ways to look at the world differently, some of the latest breaking news, and of course, some uh, new and insightful and interesting guests. You don't have to listen to me all the time. And I have a big topic that I want to talk about today that um, happens again and again through history. Um, it happens all the time through history. As a matter of fact, uh, what do they say? Uh, you know, those who don't know history are bound to repeat it. History doesn't rhyme, it repeats. I mean, you've heard those things before. And this is a topic that happens again and again and again. And unfortunately, when we see this happening in a society, it tells us what's going on in that society. It tells us what's going to happen next in a society. And unfortunately, it's not super good. And uh, we are seeing these signs, these warning signs. We are seeing this just flashing red everywhere we look. It couldn't be more obvious right now. It's a very, very dangerous situation. It's one that you and I should be taking very seriously. We should be paying attention to. We should be doing everything in our power to bring attention to this and to push back on this. Because, as I said, this, when we see this in a society, it is a bad, bad sign. And again, 
it leads to bad things. Now, hopefully we can, we can overturn this. You know that I am not a doom and gloomer. Of course, I talk about the problems, but I believe that problems lead to solutions. And so we're going to talk about the problem. We're going to talk about what we can do about it. And we're going to talk about the opportunities, the solutions and opportunities that could be present from this. So it's not a doom and gloom, but it is something you need to know about. And it's something that's front and center. And it's uh, front and center for the world. It's front and center for the United States. And this week, we have seen a full court press, a frontal assault on this. What am I talking about? Talking about the war of information. I'm talking about the war against truth. All right. This is a big deal. You might have heard of disinformation or malinformation. You might have heard of some of those things. And that's what I'm talking about. Now, of course, I talk about this quite often. So uh, unless you're, you know, been sleeping under a rock or something like that, of course, you've been hearing me talk about this as well. But this is a big deal. As a matter of fact, it's not just a big deal for me. It's not just a big deal for for history or societies. It's a big deal for the rest of the people in the world. Most most importantly, those that are trying to hang on to control over the world. As a matter of fact, the World Economic Forum, the WEF, of course, they had their big meeting. I talked about it uh, in January in Davos, where you know the the self elected elites, the people who have self elected themselves to run the world. And I say self elected because, of course, we didn't vote them in. <laughs> Nobody, none of us had any say in this. We didn't vote for these people, but they were in uh, Davos. And, and again, I covered it back in January. But the main topic that they were talking about there was the danger of disinformation. The danger of disinformation. As a matter of fact, um, one of the, I, I talked about it, uh, former CNN host Brian Stelter um, did a panel uh, with a few people and, uh, it was dubbed the danger of disinformation and hate speech laws coming to the U.S. All right. The panel was titled The Clear and Present Danger of Disinformation. Now, I have to say that Brian Stelter is the former host of CNN, uh, former because he lost his job. He lost his job because nobody wanted to watch him and nobody wanted to watch him because he constantly distorted and bent the truth constantly. Nobody would watch him anymore. He lost all credibility, and so he lost his job. So uh, the irony of him hosting a panel based on this title, The Clear and Present Danger of Disinformation, when he is one of the main peddlers, CNN, one of the main peddlers of this disinformation. One of the shocking things that came out of this, though, was uh, European Commissioner Vice President Vera Jourova said, quote, illegal hate speech, which you will have soon also in the U.S., I think that we have a strong reason why we have this in the criminal law. So I hate to break something to you. I'm just going to be honest with you for a second. Some people are mean. Some people are mean. Some people say mean things. They're going to say mean things all the time. They're going to say you're mean. You're going to rude. They're, they're going to say that you're fat. You're ugly. You're dumb. You're stupid. You're white. You're black. You're, you're whatever. Some people are just mean. Where's the line between mean and hate? It's a very blurry line. It's a very gray line. So uh, if I say, uh, oh, you're black or you're, you're a woman, is that hateful or am I just mean? If I say you're fat or ugly or stupid, is that okay? Now, I'm not okay with people being mean. I believe in the teachings of Jesus. He said the number one commandment is to love others, love your neighbor more than yourself. That's what I try to follow. I wish the whole world would follow that. I am not for hate. I'm for love. I'm for the opposite. But 
We have to understand that some people are just mean. Little kids in preschool are mean. Some adults never grow up and they're also mean and they say mean things. And so where's that line between being mean and being hurtful and being hateful? And when does it become illegal? It's illegal to be mean. So if I call you fat, ugly, stupid, that's okay. But if I call you black, then that might be hate. I, I, I don't know. Uh, my daughter hates vanilla ice cream. So if I talk about that, is that hateful? And therein lies the problem. Who defines this? Anyway, uh, so this is the big problem, right? This is the big conversation. The World Economic Forum says it's the biggest problem we have, the clear and present danger of disinformation. Um, the Davos elite warned us that it's an existential threat. It's an existential threat. Like this is the biggest thing. Now, the Washington Post, which was, of course, bought by Jeff Bezos so he can run disinformation and misinformation, they're... Um, their uh, slogan is democracy dies in darkness. It should be that truth dies in darkness, right? Truth shall set you free. The truth is what sets us free. The truth dies in darkness when there's no transparency, when we're not able to discuss ideas, when we're not able to argue back and forth to sharpen our own ideas against each other. That's when the truth dies. That's when democracy dies. Apparently, uh, I don't know what the definition of democracy is anymore because our leadership in the United States and the world consistently, constantly tells us that by having transparency, and by showing the truth, by showing two sides of a conversation or an argument, supposedly that is how democracy dies, apparently. So I don't know what the definition of democracy is anymore. I don't even know anymore. I mean, because I thought democracy was the will of the people. And in order for the people to have their will, then they should have the information they need to make a decision and then should be allowed to voice that. But if you take away their ability to have any information or to voice their information or share it or discuss it, then that is not the will of the people. They're not, it's not the consent of the people and the people do not, they don't, they don't have it. So I don't know what they mean by uh, democracy anymore, if, if, if that's what they mean. But let's dig into this. All right. So there's a couple, uh, a couple things that were going around this week. Uh, this is, this is a, this is an issue that is not ending. Now, just for some historical context, because you know how much I love my historical context, this is nothing new, all right? This is nothing new. Every government has always tried to manage the flow of information. Of course, they try to manage the flow of information so they can hold on to power. And this happens in every country um, under strict authoritarian regimes like Hitler's Germany, Mao's revolution. If you said the wrong thing, you thought the wrong thing, they would just kill you. But it happened in the United States as well. The bombing of Cambodia in 1969, that was all private. Uh, you know, the, the Watergate scandal, that was all private. We can go on and on and on. We can go back through history. But let's, let's talk about more present times because there's some big, big things that are happening right now that I want to discuss. But if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. We talk about the decentralized revolution, how the world is breaking apart. We're talking about a problem of disinformation today. Apparently, it's the biggest problem that we have. Of course, decentralized technology solves that problem for us. And we're going to talk about problems and solutions in a little bit. Uh, I got a whole lot to cover when I, I got to take a quick break. Don't go away. I'll come right back. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. 
Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. All right, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Ma Show. We're talking about, of course, every week, the decentralized revolution, how the world is changing. Today, we're talking about disinformation, misinformation, malinformation, whatever you want to call it. Apparently, according to the World Economic Forum, it's the greatest threat to the world. According to these uh, hyperbolic uh, leaders in the United States, it's the greatest threat to our democracy if we have open discussion democracy dies so again i was saying before the break i don't know what democracy it means in their minds it's certainly not the classical definition of democracy uh certainly not that but you know uh there's lots of things that just continue to keep coming up over and over and over i saw this article this week and it talked about how the united states special forces want to use deep fakes for psyops so after you know, the U.S. government has spent years warning us about deepfakes. If you don't know what deepfakes are, it's basically where they take your, your face and your voice and they use like AI to make it look like it's a video of you saying something, but it's not really you. So they could get, you know, President Biden or Joe Rogan or even me, and they could make a deepfake of it. And they could make it look like I was saying something that I, that I wouldn't. And so while the U.S. government spent years warning us that it could, quote, destabilize democratic societies... Now it comes out that the U.S. wants to actually 
use it. Of course they do. <laughs> what government doesn't? Uh, governments have always been engaged in propaganda since day one. I mean, World War One, World War II, they dropped flyers out of airplanes. <laughs> they were dropping flyers out of planes. That was the easiest way to get them, uh, get them to the people. And so at the time when they're warning us that this could happen, they're also trying to figure out how they can use it. Of course they are. Now, um, on top of that, we have, you know, very, very rich and powerful uh, leaders who are trying their best to censor the truth. As a matter of fact, um, everybody's uh, favorite villain, well, not not Klaus Schwab, the, the, the older villain, uh, I'm talking about George Soros, you know, he uses his billions and billions of dollars to influence the world. He, he, he's doing what I um, am encouraging you to do, which is build the world that you want. And I know that George Soros and Bill Gates are building the world they want with their billions of dollars. But are you? Are you building the world that you want? We'll come back to that in a little bit. Uh, but we saw that uh, a State Department-backed group is severing its connections with a disinformation index group backed by the progressive megadonor George Soros. Following reports about the group's efforts to muzzle conservative media outlets by blacklisting them. So George Soros and this group is putting all this information, they put together what's called a disinformation index, specifically to blacklist the opposing voice. The National Endowment for Democracy, a private foundation created by Congress, whose funding is part of the State Department budget, said it will no longer provide grants to the Global Disinformation Index. So a government organization was giving money to George Soros' group, the Global Disinformation Index, to silence the other side of the aisle. That's what's happening. So look, if your ideas are better, they'll win in the open and honest discussion of public, right? So you don't have to coerce people to take action on things that are good for them. <laughs> if they're good, they're going to want them. If the ideas are good, they're going to want them. You don't have to force them into that. And it's gotten so bad that most people can see this. I guess if you're listening to this, you can see this. I saw this week, uh, obviously, yeah, I've talked about it extensively. So if you've been tuning in at all, if you've heard me talk about how you know Elon Musk um, bought Twitter and how he thinks it's the most important thing that we have this open dialogue. It's the town, the public square, as he calls it. Um, you know, he's been very well. It appears, let's say, he. It appears that he is really trying to bring transparency back. So he, you know, had these Twitter files where he opened up the documents and showed uh, reporters, you know, how the government was coercing people in Twitter to censor people and stuff like that, um, which that's a really big deal. Now it looks like the government's coming after him. How dare he have transparency? See, when you have to hide something, that means you have something to hide. That's the disinformation. The truth doesn't need to be hidden. The truth should be public for everyone. Anyway, Elon Musk hints, <laughs> this is great, that he should slap CNN with a special warning label over the network's pandemic coverage. He suggested on Monday that he could slap CNN with a warning label after a new report this week alleged that the company stopped reporters from looking into whether the pandemic originated in a Chinese lab in Wuhan. See, I can say that now. A year ago, I would have had all my channels deleted. I'd been deleted off of YouTube. I'd been deleted off of Twitter. I would have been deplatformed if I would have said that. But now, apparently, it's okay to say. 
Now, apparently, because the U.S. Energy Department, you know, because all these government organizations have now come out and said that, the Department of Energy now came out and said it, the FBI is now coming out and say it, supposedly now, I guess, we're allowed to say it now. But CNN actively stopped, actively blocked reporters from doing their job into looking into that. Uh, the Wall Street Journal reported last week that the Department of Energy now assesses that the pandemic originated from a lab leak. Uh, an assessment that e that FBI Director Christopher Ray said that the Bureau agrees with. Musk responded to a Twitter user who asked Musk, when are you going to label CNN as a state-affiliated media? And he said, good point. If an organization portrays itself as balanced, but is not, it should be labeled to inform the public. Who's the perpetrator of disinformation, misinformation? Now, there's a couple of uh, big topics that I want to dig into specifically. One that has blown, well, there's a couple that have been blown wide open this week. Uh, actually, two really, really, really big ones. I mean, these are like ground-shaking, earth-shattering, and uh, I'm going to have to warn you up front. It might, have you ever heard of cognitive dissonance? What that means is that um, I might tell you something that you don't want to believe. Because if you believe it to be true, then all the other things that you hold to be true have to be questioned. And so a lot of times people want to continue live, believing a lie because they don't want to accept that because they know if I believe that lie, then everything I know is false. And we got a couple big ones here. The first one is uh, this whole January 6th thing. Holy moly, this blew wide open. And how did it blow, blow wide open? Well, it blew wide open with transparency. You see, it turns out when you stop lying and censoring and hiding and the truth comes out, turns out it blows things wide open. Now, um, we can just say right now, there's an FBI whistleblower that came out this week claiming that the FBI agency forced him to juice up the domestic terrorism numbers. According to the FBI, uh, you know, uh, extremists, uh, white supremacists are the greatest threat to this country right now, apparently. The greatest threat. Not the nuclear war that could potentially happen in Ukraine. Uh, not the 5 million illegal immigrants that have come across the border. Um, not the, uh, the not Antifa that burned down cities through 2020. Uh, not the groups that are firebombing and spray painting and graffiti, all the Planned Parenthood uh, pro-life uh, um businesses, not those. Apparently, it's domestic terrorism from white extremists. But according to a whistleblower, the FBI is basically forcing them to juice those numbers up in order to get the narrative that they want. Of course they are. But let's dig into some facts, all right? Well, this is a whistleblower. I mean, we, have, we can kind of believe, take his word for it. But let's dig into some more facts that we know. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're talking about disinformation and misinformation and what this means for us and where we're going. I got a whole lot more to cover when I come back. I'm going to have to talk really fast. You don't want to miss it. So don't go away. I'll be right back. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you use paper, you're a human. 
But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. All right, welcome back. If you just tune in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're talking about, of course, each and every week, the decentralized revolution, how the world is breaking apart. Part of the way the world is breaking apart is, of course, is always about technology. It's always technology that causes the decentralization. Centralization of content gets us all on the same page. When we can have different thought, we become decentralized. Goes back to the Protestant Reformation in the 1500s. There was a new piece of technology that came out about 70 years before that. It was a brand new piece of technology. It was called the printing press. And the printing press allowed for mass production of Bibles at first and then other books. And that information allowed people to receive information directly instead of having to be told by some central administrator what the truth is. The internet has been that for us. CNN tries to control the narrative there, you know, before the internet, we had, you know, whatever, three newspapers and three news stations, and that was it. And they controlled the narrative. But with the internet, people like me can get out there and say other things, Joe Rogan, etc. And you can now hear other things. Now, to me, that's a good thing. Because as I say all the time, the truth is found through open and honest dialogue. I see it all the time. Like I'll see someone post something on Twitter. I'm like, Oh, man, that's good. I, I didn't think about that. Wow, that's crazy. That's uh, whatever, right? And then I'll start reading the comments. And then I'm like, ooh, well, that's actually wrong. Ooh, this guy disproved that. Oh, that's why that's wrong. And in the comments, in that conversation, people collectively bring that information together and can instantly disprove that. 
You know, I get forwarded a ton of stuff, by the way. Uh, please continue to forward me stuff. Uh, if you see information, if you see stories, if you see topics you'd like me to cover that you'd like to bring to my attention so I can cover them on my shows, please send them to me. Just reach out on social media at one Mark Moss, just at number one Mark Moss, and just DM me if you have any of that. But I get forwarded these stories all the time. I love it. Please do that. But um, I don't instantly want to just run with those stories. I need to go fact check them. So then I'll go do my research and then um, I'll look at all both sides of the story. I'll see what's out there. And so that is how the truth is found out. But um, as you know, the January 6th trials that uh, the Democrats were holding, and not to make this a left or right thing, but it was obviously very uh, controlled by the Democrats. Um, and, uh, you know, supposedly it was the worst attack, you know, since the Civil War. Never mind, you know, the trade tower bombing that killed thousands of Americans. Never mind that. Um, never mind, uh, you know, Pearl Harbor. Never mind that. Uh, apparently, this was the greatest attack ever on America, is what they tell us. Um, and of course, you know, they don't show us any of the information. You know, they had, uh, there's about, well, a as we know now, about 40,000 hours of security footage that they wouldn't release. Uh, they wouldn't release any of the reports. And so how are we supposed to believe any of this when they politicize it and they don't give us any information? Just shut up and just take our word for it is what they tell us. But that just doesn't work. All right. That doesn't work. You know, I use this analogy all the time. If I was lying in bed late at night and, and, uh, texting on my phone and my wife asked me, Hey, Mark, uh, who you, who you texted in bed this late at night? And I was like, nobody. And I like hid my phone and, and I tried, and I got mad at her and tried to switch the subject. She would start to be suspicious of me. Right. Because I hid the truth. I didn't, I didn't have transparency. I wasn't open with her. And that leads to wild speculation. The way that you stop wild speculation in its track is by being open, having transparency. All I have to do is just show my wife the phone and go, oh, look, it's my mom. And she goes, oh, what's she want? Oh, she wants to have a birthday party. Okay. Like that's easy. It's easy. All I do is just tell the truth. The only reason you don't tell the truth is if you have something to hide, that's it. I mean, come on, this is simple. You learn this stuff when you're in elementary school. Now, uh, what happened this week is that um, the leadership in Washington changed from a Democrat-controlled to a Republican, and Speaker McCarthy, now Speaker uh, McCarthy has taken over, and he gave the footage, this is just video footage, he gave the video footage of the Capitol to Tucker Carlson, and now he's offering to give it to all the anyone else who wants it. He just gave him the footage, 40,000 hours of all the security cameras. And what we can see with our own eyes is what happened. We don't have to have somebody else tell us what happened. We can see it for ourselves. What we can see, and you've probably seen by now over and over and over, is that crazy guy, the QAnon shaman, the guy that had like the buffalo um, hat with like his painted face and et cetera the one who was the leader of this insurrection, this violent insurrection, the worst insurrection in all of history since the Civil War, apparently. He was literally being led, being uh, escorted through the Capitol by the Capitol Police or security. I'm not exactly sure their title. I want to make sure I'm, I'm correct. I believe it's Capitol Police. Escorting him. I mean, like leading him. In there was two officers, for a lot of the video clips, there was two officers, him in the middle, walking through the hallways, and the lead officer 
is checking the door. Oh, no, this door's locked. Let's go to another one. Oh, no, this door's locked. Okay, let's go back over here. And then at one point, they walk through, being escorted, two officers with him in the middle, walk through a group of like six or eight other officers just standing there, just walked right through them. And then the officer led him into the Capitol uh, area where the uh, eventual famous picture of him sitting at the speaker's desk was. I saw this with my own eyes. And you might have seen this with your own eyes by now. All right. He was being led. He walked through like six or eight or nine officers. He was not armed. They could have grabbed him. They could have stopped him. But no, this officer led him, checking doors and guided him to the room he was supposed to be in. Now, it's this same officer who went on an HBO special talking about the dangerous insurrection and how his life was threatened. The same officer that's in these videos. Now, of course, people don't like this. As a matter of fact, uh, now apparently everyone's coming out. Well, by the way, this guy... Uh, the shirtless, you know, bullhead wearing guy was sentenced to 41 months in a federal prison. 41 months. But for what? For being escorted and led? I mean, the, you can see in the video, they're actively checking for locked doors and they guided him to the room that he was trying to go into. There was no attempt to stop him. He was not armed. One officer could have grabbed him. Certainly the nine could have grabbed him. Now, apparently this is a big problem. Apparently, uh, people don't like this. Now, apparently, this is what will destroy our democracy, they tell us. How dare Tucker Carlson put this, this, this information out there? Other, other information, uh, there was a Capitol uh, cop, Brian Sicknick, and supposedly, you know, they, they told us that... Uh, he was one of the victims of January 6th. He was murdered by President Donald Trump's supporters right in the Capitol, even though an autopsy report showed that he died of a stroke the following day. So the autopsy report told us that that's not what happened, but that's what they told us happened. But surprise, surprise, now we have video footage. Uh, imagine that. And so now there's video footage that says he was slain on that day. But as a matter of fact, we have video footage that shows him walking through the building after he was supposedly murdered by the mob outside. We have the video footage. All right. Now they're trying to tell us that, uh, this is, you know, this is a, this is, this is a threat to the democracy. Um, this is going to destroy the democracy. Schumer, you know, Chuck Schumer goes on and tells, demands Fox um, shuts Tucker Carlson down. How dare he share this information? Tucker Carlson invited Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer to come on and talk about it. He said, hey, come on. Come and talk. Let's, let's, let's talk about this footage. Now, what do you think happened? Do you think Chuck Schumer was willing to go discuss the truth? Remember, the, the, the truth is found through open, honest discussion. If Schumer actually has some facts, actually has some points, shouldn't he want to go bring them on Tucker Carlson's show to challenge this misinformation? Of course not. Of course he denied the chance to go set the record straight because if you don't have the truth, how are you going to go? How are you going to go lie against what people can see with their own eyes? Obviously you can't. You obviously can't. 
And this is only the beginning. This footage is coming out strong and heavy. If you're just tuning in and listening to The Mark Moss Show, we're talking about misinformation, disinformation, and where this leads us as a society. I got a whole lot more to cover. I'm just getting started. Don't go away. We'll be right back. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose Glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. All right, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Mark Moss Show. We're talking about the misinformation and disinformation and malinformation and all those uh, disses and misses and mals and whatever they are. Um, according to your leaders... You're too stupid to know what you're seeing or reading. And so um, they believe that they need to just, uh, you know, shut everybody down that doesn't say their desired opinion. That's basically what it is. Tucker Carlson got access to 40,000 hours of capital footage, like the actual video footage, like, uh, you know, like... uh, there's like my side of the story and then there's like, you know, your side of the story. And then they say there's like the truth in there somewhere. Um, you know, cops now are supposed to wear like body cam so we can see the footage because the camera actually captures what really happened. So then like both people can tell their story, but we could watch the camera and then we could make our own conclusion and we got the footage. Okay. We got 40,000 hours of footage. 
You can see it with your own eyes. You don't need Chuck Schumer to tell you what to believe or Nancy Pelosi that you don't need them. We can see it for ourselves. And we can see that everything they told us is a lie. And of course, they have no other choice but to sh try to shut down the truth. So now they're demanding that Fox News, you know, get to get Tucker Carlson off the air. Uh, they're going out on full scale alert, you know, trying to shut down anything Tucker says, trying to uh, discredit what he's saying. Uh, but of course, when Tucker Carlson invited Chuck Schumer on to Fox to come and, you know, speak his mind, tell him what he got wrong, explain to the American people that what they saw wasn't right. Now, of course, if what we're seeing isn't right, you know, maybe it's taken out of context or something like that, they could show us the other evidence. But remember, they've sat on that video footage for over a year. Remember that. Never once did they release any of that. They had the footage for a year. They didn't want to release it. Now that we're seeing it, they're telling us, oh, but what you see isn't real. Don't believe your own eyes. You're an idiot. Uh, your eyes are playing tricks on you, and you don't believe it. Now, they're more than, more than welcome to release their own footage. They've had it for a year, but of course they won't. It said, uh, Chuck Schumer said in a press conference, that Fox News and Speaker McCarthy are willing, capable, and powerful accomplices aired one of the most shameful hours we have ever seen in history, in the entire history of cable television, Schumer said. Tucker Carlson is a propagandist publicly pretending to be a newsman. He continued, they're liars. They're destroying America for some kind of monetary advantage. Hmm. Well... What I saw was he showed a video clip that allowed me to make up my own decision. That's what I saw. What I saw is video clips that were sat on for over a year and weren't allowed to be seen. And now that we're seeing, they're claiming that Tucker Carlson is the problem. And as I said, he would not come on and he wouldn't come on and talk about it. They're trying to censor they're trying to lie. Now, we know this is a lie. We know that Officer Sidnick, uh, Sicknick wasn't murdered. We know that Ray Epps lied under oath. We know all of these things that happened. We know that the QAnon shaman was actually <laughs> escorted. Wisconsin GOP Senator Ron Johnson says his staff saw footage of a large door left open that allowed more than 300 protesters to enter the Capitol. So this whole thing about this violent insurrection According to the video footage, they were escorted in. According to the video footage, the door was left open and people just walked in. Ron Johnson says that the January 6th narrative will continue to morph as more security footage emerges. Remember, the Democrats constructed a narrative. They told us what happened, but they never once let us see any evidence. Now the evidence is out. Now we're going to choose for ourselves. Now, Oh, man, I spent a lot of time talking about that. What else happened this week? The pandemic. Now, uh, this has been covered up. Uh, you know this has been covered up. Everyone knows it's been covered up. Uh, we, know, we know it's been covered up because if I said one thing, I would just be deleted. Again, why are they deleting people? Because there's something to hide. The truth doesn't need to be hidden. Um, and now we saw this week the previous head of the CDC not some conspiracy theorist, not some whacked out doctor, or internet researcher. No, no, no. I'm talking about Dr. Robert Redfield, the previous head of the CDC. Okay. 
he went before uh went before uh the, the government testimony uh testifying on capitol hill and he was asked about the benefits uh or, or the dangerous gain of function research that happened he was asked if he could point to a single pandemic gain function research um, and if it had ever prevented anything. Um, they asked him, you know, what happened, where this came from, et cetera. And I don't really want to say exactly because, you know, I still don't want to get my accounts deleted and turned off, which, by the way, I'm afraid of YouTube censoring me. Um, and if you want, you can always watch these on YouTube. They're on the Market Disruptors YouTube channel. You can check them out over there. But not some right-wing crazy conspiracies. The head of the CDC basically came out and said it was Dr. Fauci. The NIH and the state funded the lab. And we know the Department of Energy and even the FBI says it was a lab leak now. The former head of the CDC said Dr. Fauci is basically responsible for the greatest pandemic that happened in the entire world. That's what he said. Now, that's not the uh, that's not the narrative that they're trying to uh, have been trying to feed us for the last couple of years. We know that uh, we know that the, that the Fauci authored a paper, a medical paper to disprove this lab leak theory. And apparently the group that put out the paper at first had said that it was from a lab leak. But then after Fauci went and talked to them, they mysteriously changed their opinion and said it wasn't from a lab leak. And even more uh, suspiciously is then about a week later, $9 million showed up in their accounts. Huh. So they completely 180'd and changed their opinion. Uh, and then $9 million just magically showed up in their account. Hmm. Pretty interesting. So basically what we know now, according to the Department of Energy, according to the FBI, according to the head of the CDC, the former head of the CDC, we know that everything we've been told about the pandemic was a lie. We know that the entire response was based on lies and opinion. That's not misinformation. That's not malinformation. They gave us misinformation and malinformation. They are the ones that lied to us. The truth would have been found out. What about the war? There was that article that came out, uh, Seymour Hirsch, one of the, he's not some blogger. The government's tried to paint him as some blogger. He is one of the oldest and most respected um, investigative journalists, you know, people that journalists that would actually do research. He's, he's, he's a Pulitzer Prize winner. He's a famed journalist for, for articles that he's had. He came out and said that the U.S. is the one that blew up the pipeline. Now, um, now of course, the government's trying to run misinformation on that. They're saying that's all a hoax. They said it was friends of the Ukraine did it, friends of the Ukraine. Now, the Ukraine is trying to distance themselves. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. We didn't do this. They weren't friends of us. So we're supposed to believe that just some, you know, run-of-the-mill terrorist used a sailboat and went to one of the most highly patrolled areas of water in the world, went thousands of miles down under the ocean, uh, and were able to blast through layers of concrete. There's like a couple countries that have navies capable of doing that job. Not some random person on a sailboat does that. But that's what they're telling us today. Misinformation. Malinformation. That's what we've been fed on J6. That's what we've been fed on the war. That's what we've been fed on the pandemic. The truth 
shall shut us free, but the truth shall only set us free if we're allowed to openly discuss it. If we're openly able to look at the information, if we're able to have transparency, and that's what's coming back. Decentralized uh, protocols are bringing back the truth and transparency. It's going to change the world. Otherwise, we're going to a very dark and dangerous place. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Mark Moss Show, talking about the decentralized revolution, talking about the misinformation today. That's what I got. Thanks for listening. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with with Zumo Play.